are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. All right, welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast, and with me always is... Me! Me! Whoever I am, Lee! Me, Lee Gerstman! Yay! Yay! And we have a special guest on today. You want to introduce him, Lee? Yep. He's Metal Mike. Mike Taylor. How you doing, Tyler. Mike? <laughs> Actually, it's Tyler, brother, but... I, I, I'm sorry, Tyler. You know what's so weird? <laughs> is I saw on Skype Mike Tyler and Mark Taylor, and they both said MT. And <laughs> right? I thought to myself, well, could this you be mean... the empty boys? I'm kidding. You know what's what's funny about that too is uh, I believe Mark and I almost share a birthday, same year and everything. October, wow, mine's October 9th, nineteen seventy. I'm October eighth, nineteen seventy. Yeah, you're like a oh. day older than me. Yep. Wow. No wonder you know more. <laughs> you have a day <laughs> right, more right. knowledge. <laughs> well, I I don't know if I I think it all depends on what kind of music we're talking about too, though, because you yeah. I mean, you're kind of, I mean, not not that I'm not, because the one thing I think that, because my nickname's, you know, Metal Mike, DJ Metal Mike of ThatMetalStation.com, plug, plug. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, people kind of have this misconception that all I listen to is hard rock and heavy metal. Now, I'm not going to lie, it's my first love and always will be, but um, I love all kinds of music. I mean, all kinds of music, man. All kinds. Cool. Right on. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I need to listen to your thing, but last night I got caught up in a Dodger game, sorry. <laughs> oh, hey, it was opening, you know what was funny is me and my, my co-host, Bildo, we was doing the show, and uh, we were watching baseball, too, while we were doing the show. <laughs> Cardinals won, so it was a good night. Yeah, and then Lee's going to put up a music video under us right now. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I, 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 I put up one about the all-sports fan, because I thought, I wanted to be cute. I thought, hey, if you like sports, then you might like that band. <laughs> so I was right on. I was putting up video. I was saying, "Go Dodgers!" and he's putting up videos under my "Go Dodgers!" and then, <laughs> and then I put and I said, "You know what?" Then I gave him John John Fogerty center field. <laughs> I said, and then Bruce Springsteen, huh? uh, "Glory Days." But I, I actually like those songs, so <laughs> so it didn't. It didn't do the desired effect. It was about sports, so I gave you songs about sports. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> cool. But but, right. but but there was a group called the All Sports Band, and people say that they they sucked and that they were just some stupid village people copycat. But believe it or not, I've heard a lot worse. <laughs> I've heard a lot worse. I'd rather hear that than an Alice in Chains album. Oh, hey, I love Alice in Chains, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, um, I, 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 I don't like um, Dirt. I like, I, I, I like whatever the, the first album was. was Facelift? It? Facelift. Yes, <laughs> and I do like the one The Devil Gave Dinosaurs, whatever that was. I do like that one. I like okay. Black Fades to Blue so, better than that album. But... I, I love Black Fades to Blue. Yeah, I like man. that I album. Think, I think that record was a great comeback album. It, to me, it's to them. Not sales yeah. records-wise, obviously, because fucking, you know, when that album came out, it's the digital age, so record sales aren't, you know, yeah. what they used to be. But to me, it's to them what Back in Black was to ACDC, as far as I'm concerned. Like, it, 
you know, because, dude, I, I thought they were done. I was very, very skeptical of anybody trying to succeed Lane Staley. And I think William Duvall did a great job, and I love that record. I, I put it right up there with the classic AIT. Yeah, I'm not opinion. sure if I've even heard it, so um, I, might, I might like it. Your Decision is my favorite song off that album. I just well, love I mean, it. It's so there's dark. Not, there's not a bad track on that fucking no, record. not really. Mark. I mean, not one bad freaking track or cracking or freaking. What is it <laughs> you say? I say friggin', but I, friggin', I say fuck friggin'. more now. <laughs> hey, that's all right, man. Hey, no judgment, brother. No well, that's, judgment. That's man. when I had stepdaughters in the house, and I don't have them, so. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah. Really. yeah. There you go. So, um. We got news today that the original member of uh, Fleetwood Mac, Peter Green, died. Uh, Lee, you want to take over on that one? Yeah, um, I found out from you, but I would say that I was thinking, I, I, I was curious if he was going to do new music. I thought maybe he and the other members that were alive from the original version of Fleetwood Mac might have... I don't know if they would have done any music, but they might have done an interview together or something. I was wondering what happened to him. Um, he might have had some medical issues, but um, the last years of his life when he was performing, he got off of the drugs, he got a good band, and he did some quite good music. And, and so at least... He continued to do good stuff, and um, his his solo stuff is I, I like it a lot. Um, I like the album White Sky, which his brother wrote pretty much most of the tunes on the album, but it's still Peter Green playing. That's a good album to get, and he was also in a group called Colors. That's Colors with a K where he did some of the old Fleetwood Mac songs, but he did them in more of a funky kind of African style, like Green Manalishi with a two-pronged crown. He he did that more like a funk song, but it worked really well, like, like Santana or something. And so checking out Peter Green's um, post-Fleetwood Mac career, you'll find some stuff that's really quite good. And so I'm, I'm surprised, and and like, like, taken aback that that he died. Yeah, it's it's sad, man. Like I said, I mean, he, very influential. I mean, he played with John Mayall and the Blues Breakers before yeah. he formed Fleetwood Mac with Mick Fleetwood and John McVie. I mean, hell of a guitar player. I think he's the guy who succeeded Eric Clapton in the Blues Breakers. I got to see yeah. John Mayall about a year ago. Um, wow. At this small theater here in Edwardsville where I live with, with my co-host, Bildo. Great fucking show. Um, got to shake his hand. Um, yeah. Cool. It, it was really cool, man. It was really cool. My I mean, sister saw him, too, live. Oh, and, really? And she, and she said that she um, suggested he do the song California. Because that's her favorite song from the album, The Turning Point. And she was nervous, thinking that he might not do it because they were in New York. But she said, he then did it. And so awesome. she thought that was really cool. Cool. Nice. Yeah, I only heard, I knew he was in Fleetwood Mac, but I really didn't hear him until we reviewed uh, his solo album and a Fleetwood Mac album with him. 
and um, he's really good. And I didn't realize that Green Man Alishi was a Fleetwood Mac song. Dude, <laughs> oh. I know, I know. I, I was the same yeah. way, Mark. I always thought for years it was a Judas Priest original, and then years later I found out. And and and, and growing up. Like you, I was a child of the 70s, so when I grew up, my mom and dad listened to Fleetwood Mac, so to me, Fleetwood Mac was always the Lindsey Buckingham, Stevie Nicks, Christy McVie version me too. with Mick. And, you know, I didn't know about any of the other lineups until I got older, and then I dug deeper, and, and I like that stuff, too. I like all eras of Fleetwood Mac, so. Yeah, uh, freaking... Uh... I am kind of guilty um, to say that I actually didn't really know about them either until that period with that album with Monday Morning and then Rumors. And then later I found out about the early period. But right. I, 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 I hate to admit that. I like to do revisionist history and say, oh, no, I knew about the older <laughs> band. But... It's not true. I didn't. Jen, I didn't know about Judas Priest till Turbo, so <laughs> giving her all oh. Well, I did know uh, Breaking the Law because that video was all over MTV. I right. knew of them yeah. from Unleashed in the East, and I only knew the about them because there was a guy in school who had a bunch of stickers of metal bands, and so I, I figured, oh, one of the bands on his binder or suitcase was juice priest but i wouldn't have known about them otherwise well it's it's like i didn't know but I, I feel bad because i like judas priest i like the songs and i like maiden but i wouldn't listen to them because i thought they were devil worshippers until i started reading the lyrics i go fuck i missed well them. there isn't there a re isn't there a reason though like i mean your mom was fairly religious right mark as my far as i understand my grandpa was a pastor my mom didn't care what i listened to my grandpa was oh, okay <laughs> But I, I did. I was listening to Striper. I was listening to Def Leppard. I was listening to Motley Crue, and I didn't think Motley Crue was ever, uh, <laughs> even with this pentagram, I didn't think they were ever uh, Satanists because I they were talking about sex and, and really, yeah. Wow, man! When I was a kid, you know, because I got into Motley Crue, I think around Shout the Devil era. To me, that's my Motley Crue. Yeah, you know, Too Fast for Love, Shout the Devil. Because see, I. I was lucky. I had an older brother in 19, early 1976. The album hadn't even been out but for a few months, and he brought home Kiss Alive. I was five years old. And mean. it changed my fucking life. If it hadn't been for that, I might not be the, the hard rock heavy metal enthusiast that I am now, man. Well, you know what I'm saying? MTV's uh, the one that got me into metal, because I heard Def Leppard, and okay. I go, oh, this is great. <laughs> Oh yeah, Pirate, well, I, <laughs> I, I think the first three Def Leppard albums are just Stone Cold classics. I'm not, I, I wasn't, like, I'm one of those guys that even at the time, I did not like Hysteria. I was like, this isn't my Def Leppard, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I, I know a lot of people that do like that, and that's fine, man. I mean, you know, fuck, different strokes for different folks, you know? Well, no two, no two rock or metal, you know, no two metalheads or music fans ever fucking agree on every goddamn thing, you know. It just doesn't happen. No, I, yeah, I, it doesn't happen. Most people don't agree with me. <laughs> it's like, it's like, um... What is but it? that's what makes you you, Lee. You know what I mean? I, no, but, but that what makes me mad. 
you, you forgot that word. It's not what makes me me. It's what makes me mad. You mean mean, leave uh, meanly. <laughs> well, kind of, yeah. But but <laughs> now I mean, um, there's tons and tons of people who like what I do. I just have to find them. They're like, like in the Ozarks, way up in the oh, mountains, with no internet, and I have to climb up a rope tree to get to their treehouse and <laughs> talk to them. Well, but, everybody but, but, likes Fairport Convention on the page. Yes. Except me. Well, um, I'm trying to get you more into them. I gave you 5.5 stars just to be kind of hey, in the man, middle. <laughs> I'll put it to you like this. You gave some better points than a couple of people who um, I'm not going to name them because I really like them. But, you know. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> that sounds kind of ominous, ominous uh, there. Well, Lee. well, well. No, no. I, 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 I. Well, no. Why me? Is I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. feelings. You know. Well, Lee, I'm, a, I'm a big boy. I, 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 I like, I like their music stuff. I like their mu. I mean, I like their musical taste. But they didn't really necessarily love all of my um, compositions. Fairport, no Fairport posts. Yeah, I said it right for the first time. You got to give me credit on that. <laughs> you, yeah, actually, um, it's the only thing is I was that that album. I, even though I love it and it's a classic album, I figured that that's that's an album that is kind of polarizing. And if um, and if someone heard that album first, it might it might totally turn them off from the group. So that anything good that they do, you'll still judge it according to the earlier stuff. And they did do some pretty rocking stuff in their early period. Well, you know, the, but, the music's good, Lee. But the thing is, uh, they have those blended hippie vocals that I can't stand. I can't stand I can understand. hippie vocals. It just like, uh, it's shut like up. Peace and love. Ian Matthews, <laughs> it's, like, it's like Ian Matthews. He has a voice that's kind of like oh oh and it's like like i i uh, but 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 the but the guitar work was heavy so it's like dun 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 so so I, I guess that's what bothered you yeah well it's like me with slayer i don't like tom arilla's voice or whatever his name is right all right, I don't my like co-host, my co-host Bildo is the same way, Mark. He can't stand Tom's voice. But yet, here's what's weird about Bill. He can't stand Tom Araya's voice, but he loves Overkill. I love Overkill. <laughs> I love Overkill too. But my point is, and he he doesn't, and and he likes Sepultura. I'm like, hold on, you have no problem with Max Cavalera. but you hate Tom Araya. I don't get that kind of. But hey, man. Again, but then I we got a buddy of ours who can't stand Dave Mustaine's voice. Just fucking hates it. I like you Testament know. too. <laughs> I love Testament. Love Testament. Well, I'm a big thrash metal freak, man. I love that stuff. Yeah, I just I know the music's good at Slayer, but when Tom starts singing, I check out. It's like death metal. Yeah. When somebody starts going, rah, 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 I check out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, with me in extreme metal, when it comes to like death metal, I'm very picky about the bands I like. Some of it I like. Some of it I don't, but I'm almost like that with every subgenre of hard rock and metal. If that makes any sense? Yeah. I you know, myself, I, I, I myself don't even think in terms of oh, 
this is metal, this is new metal, this is new post-industrial metal, right. this is it's new screen core metal. It, to me, Cream and Deep Purple and Jimi Hendrix and Iron Butterfly were heavy metal. And then after that, that, there's there's um people who made it's like bread. It's like if you make bread, you use yeast. If there's someone who uses a different kind of yeast or more yeast, it doesn't mean it's new bread or green <laughs> core bread. But 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 I I mean I I do un, I I I do understand the car the compartmentalization of these genres because, you know, I mean, I understand it, but back in my day, from what I remember, progressive hey. rock wasn't even progressive rock, it was art rock or space rock. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I hear what you're saying, because, I mean, even though I was a little kid in the 70s, I remember when, like, Blue Oyster Cult was considered heavy metal. Along with Black Sabbath and Judas Priest and, and bands like that. Where oh, now, yeah. a lot of people would consider Blue Oyster Cult like hard rock. But uh, but some of their early know. stuff is pretty, pretty damn, damn Oh, heavy. it is. It is. And, for the time. And, but that's and the I, problem. I he, didn't even know their music back in the day. That was right. one group that, that I'd heard of, but I never heard their music. I mean, to me, like, I look at even Van Halen and Kiss... Is yeah. early U.S. hard rock heavy metal. I mean, I'm sorry. Songs like Strange Way, Parasite, God of Thunder. Oh, yeah. That was fucking heavy metal in 1976 or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like, come on, yeah. man. You know. Sure is was. it is it is it thrash metal or death metal? Well, no, it's not. Of course, it's not. But I mean, that's what I love about not just metal but music is all the different you know, yeah. directions it can go in, and, and I, I don't know, man, I mean... Yeah, I, 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 I like to listen to, yeah, I when I was about seven or eight, or whatever, um, I had the Isle of Wight Atlanta Pop Festival combination album, which had, like, Cactus Do and Parchment Farm, and if you hear that version, and you hear it full blast, I used to play that stuff full blast, Johnny Winner and, you know, the Johnny Winner's heavy guitar work. I play oh, yeah. that full blast, man. You know, oh, that yeah. was when I was a young kid. I right. I was like the scary guy in the neighborhood. Because I, I was like... I can't imagine you were scary, Lee. <laughs> All right, well, maybe odd. <laughs> but, but anyway, like Hot Peppers, I would be the hot, like the hotter the pepper guy in music right on man All right. right on well lee if you don't mind a personal question how old are you man oh um if you i wanted was to born in oh i'm okay with it you see i didn't answer <laughs> no I'm, i i was born in <laughs> you're fucking I, with I, me aren't you lee? Yeah. Uh, oh um welcome to my world okay <laughs> Um, 1965, which means that oh, okay. I, so I, I will be, um, so I will be, um, is this still the year 2020? Yes. Yes, sir. Unfortunately. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, no okay. shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then I, sucked, man. Yeah, I will be 55, um, this September. 
Yeah, yeah. So you're a few months younger than Doctor Fuck. Yeah, and he has more love. hair. He has more right, hair. Than I know, right? Me. I look. Me I look like I, I. I look like I could be, be um, thirty years older than him, man. <laughs> Damn. And well, you know, that's one thing I always loved about Rock and Metal Combat Podcast is you had Ralph. And you had Ian, and I'm like in between them because Ian's five years younger than me, and Ralph's five years older than me. So a lot of times, sometimes I'd agree <coughs> with Ian, and other times I'd agree with Ralph. You know, it was just kind of yeah. funny how that, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah but anyway, I, I just wanted to say, guys, uh, appreciate having you, you guys having me on, man. It's an honor. Thank you. Well, we got the Black right Sabbath on. expert on here, and uh, that's what we're doing today: Black Sabbath sabotage. But before we get into Black Sabbath Sabotage, let's play a Peter Green song uh, for a tribute for him called Walking the Road. What album was this from, Lee? Um, this was um, from... Oh. Hey, well, give, give me a, a quick <laughs> moment. Um, it'd be because, um, yeah, it, it was from Little Dreamer. Little Dreamer. All right, man. So here's uh, Walking the Road by uh, Peter Green. And I hope you're having fun in heaven, man. And uh, peace. Now the cupboards are empty. But baby, you don't care Now this way that I'm living Now that's your not here I'm walking the road But there's a long, long ways to go My socks need mending They're so full of holes Take a look at my trousers My heart's yours I'm walking the road But there's a long, long ways to go Cigarettes and I'm drunk with the blue. I'm walking the road, but there's a long, long ways to go. I gave you my love, I gave you my car. Now I gotta keep moving to the next back street door. I'm walking the road, but there's a long, long ways to go. Covers are empty, cause baby you don't care This way that I'm living, now it's all out here I'm walking the road, but there's a long, long ways to go My socks need mending, they're so full of holes They grew my child, no matter how it seems I'm walking the road, but there's a long, long way to go
sit at the table since I got the news And I'm so full of cigarettes and I'm drunk with the blues And I'm walking the road, but there's a long, long way to go I gave you my loving, gave you my car Now I gotta keep moving to the next back street bar Now I'm walking the road, but there's a long, long way to go Okay, that was Peter Green walking the road. Now, you guys want to get into the review of uh, Black Sabbath Sabotage? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. right. Mike picked okay. this album because I always have the guests pick the albums. And But next time, Lee said when he gets a guest, he's going to make them do an album he wants to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I'm that's sorry, gonna... Lee. No, but no, I told no, him no, when no. you find I'm a guest, you could do it. It's... No, no. I mean, I mean saying it's, um, it, it's cool, Mike. But, but what I mean is it will be my test to see if they will still want to be on the show after I pick an album. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, Dr. Fuck's been on here on Lee's pick, so that's, that's been pretty cool. Yeah. In fact, that's that's actually kind of interesting because when he asked me what album we were doing and I told him that's when he has to be on. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. He's cool, man. I just stay away from social media with him because me and him got almost gotten a little breakup again. So I want to stay away. Again? Really? I, I loved a comment that he didn't like and I didn't even comment and he got mad at me. So I texted him and and that was it. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, whatever. I didn't mean to upset you, but I left it, let it go. You two causes a lot of problems in my life. Just saying that. <laughs> Oh, this was YouTube, huh? Yeah, this was on YouTube. YouTube. No, the band YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Oh, okay. He put up something about YouTube, I, and I loved somebody's I, comment that he loved YouTube, and then he told Dr. Fuck not to um, put up stuff you don't hate, put up stuff you love, so he thought I was uh, agreeing with the comment that he loved. Oh. I put, I like the comment because he loved you, too, in the comments. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, so he got mad at me, but he got mad at a lot of people in, the, in that thread. So I just let it go and dr dropped out. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I'm not the world's biggest YouTube fan either. But I mean, hey, they must be doing something right because, fuck, they've been very, very successful. But yeah, they just never really done it for me. And that kind of pains me to say that because. I have Irish on both sides of my family, but I just don't get it, man. It's I fine, think they're man. totally overrated. If you guys, if but that's you guys, me. If that's you, me, man. Yeah. If you guys don't like Dr. Fuck doesn't like you too, I'm okay with it. I'm not bitching. I only oh, start right. and I don't want to start a fight with him again like we had over Sammy Hagar. So um, Oh I remember that. I, I remember that. I did man. I just just unfriended and left his group so I could give him time to calm down and mm. not piss him off. Because if I love to comment that he didn't like, I don't want him to get all pissy at me again. And I don't want a big fight. I don't want drama anymore. So let I, I right, right. let him go. I told Lee, man, we could bring him on the show whenever. I have no problem with him. I just got to stay away from his social media for a while. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. That pissed um, them Mike, off. I'm are are you are are you more into the Van Morrison than you two? Yeah, I, I would take yeah. Van Morrison over Thin Lizzy, Van Morrison over you two any day. All right, I guess I guess yeah. then that that you two might have been in one particular county in Ireland, uh, and right? Van, Van Morrison was in another one. My my dad would say he 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 would sometimes criticize Van Morrison, saying he was Irish, but he was from the wrong part of Ireland. You know, he oh. would say that. With, right with, on, but, but but I knew his parents. They were really cool. Uh, okay. Cool. I just want to say I'm not talking crap about you, Doctor Fuck. I love you. You're cool. Uh, <laughs> I just oh, don't want to piss you off again. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. No. Ralph's cool, man. You know he's a good guy. He'll he's get a, it. He's a cool guy. Uh, and it's like I want to clarify. Like I don't hate you two. I just like I don't see what the fuss is. I guess it's just one of them things where I'm like, oh, I don't really get it, you know. Well, I, I, there's a lot of bands I'm like that about. Like people just absolutely love, and I'm just like, eh, you know. Well, same thing. I don't like Slayer, and I don't down people for liking Slayer. I don't down people for not liking you too. I I was just trying to because I was doing I do another podcast, YouTube cast. I was when people started hating you too when I put up the Live Aid video. I go, oh, this will be good for the because we're doing an episode. We did an episode on Bono before this stuff i was and i go i, I want to find out why people hate bono so much so we put it in a show and we talked about a lot of stuff that people hate bono like he doesn't pay his taxes and i'm saying he doesn't live in the, in england one guy says he doesn't even that u2 doesn't even play england anymore they played the o2 arena on the last tour <laughs> so uh don't give me that you know so we debunked a lot of the hate <laughs> that was that, that's what i wanted and i was called a liar for asking questions so uh, I just left it. <laughs> so yeah. let's let's get into a happy note here. Let's get into Black Sabbath Sabotage. And then we got the first song here. Hold on. I lost my... Bleh, I had the thing up and I lost it. Here we go. We got the first song, Hole in the Sky. But Lee, you picked that track. So before we get into the song, let's play Hole in the Sky by Black Sabbath on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was Hole in the Sky by Black Sabbath. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? This is like Boogie Blues, Boogie Blues Metal. Bill Ward demolishes the drums, and the whole song crunches like a crispy potato. It's a really cool tune. What'd you think about it, Mike? Uh, I fucking love it. Typical Sabbath album. Awesome opener. Smacks you right in your fucking ear hole. Doesn't fuck around. And like Lee pointed out, the drumming by Bill Ward. The rhythm section. You know, the one thing about Black Sabbath I think sometimes gets overlooked. You know, everybody always focuses on Iomi and Ozzy, which rightfully so. But goddamn, man, what a great rhythm section. And in my opinion, Bill Ward is probably... I think he's kind of underrated. Like, when people talk about the great rock and metal drummers of the 70s, nobody really talks about Bill Ward. It's always like John Bonham, which, don't get me wrong, Bonham is an amazing, was an amazing drummer. I think Bonham, honestly, I think Bonham's the guy who brought the heaviness to Zeppelin. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Man, Bill Ward, man, what a fucking phenomenal drummer. And, and Geezer Butler, I mean, what a great rhythm section, man. A hole in the sky fucking rules. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, it's a killer wrist to start the song. Ozzy's vocals are amazing. And the drums, freaking like you guys said, the drugs. And I, and I, I said, I, I, I'm setting you up for this one, Mike. I said, I wish Ozzy could make music like this again. Great song. <laughs> so, because uh, we, we were talking about oh. Ozzy's new album. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I love the Prince of Darkness. I mean, dude, for the longest time, Mark, I was kind of an Ozzy nut swinger. That was my boy through the 80s. You know, I love Ozzy. I always will. But, yeah, that new album is pretty fucking bad, man. Like, I, it's it's probably now it, my least favorite Ozzy album. Before that, it was Black Rain. But but now it's, it's Ordinary Man, for sure. For sure. But... <laughs> But with that said, I mean, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I get upset because, yeah, I'm kind of leans more where Mark, uh, Dr. Fuck is on that. Like, I think because of the Osbournes and things and, oh, Ozzy's this burnout and blah, 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 blah. And I knew, I knew when he was doing that show, he had Parkinson's. I'm a nurse, okay? And I recognize the symptoms. And if you watch the Osbournes, he was trembling and stuttering even back then, and everybody thought it was because of his past drug use. I'm like, no, he's got fucking Parkinson's. I think Ozzy's had Parkinson's for a long fucking time, Mark and Lee. That's just my personal opinion. I can't. Oh, I, that. I definitely believe it. I mean, I, and, I, and, I, and, and, and I so agree with you. Just think he's this stupid, burned-out, doddering old man. Now, don't you're on Ozzy's done a lot of drugs. I mean, really, the the man's a walking fucking miracle. Let's just put that out there right now. But he's not stupid, okay? And I just feel like sometimes people disparage his contributions to Sabbath and even his own solo career. Like everybody goes on about Bob Daisley this, Bob Daisley that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from Bob Daisley. Last time I checked on those Ozzy albums, his fucking name is in the songwriting credits, and he still gets fucking royalties for that. Um but yeah. I don't buy the shit that he fucking wrote every fucking thing. Because if that's the case, how come Bob didn't get a fucking super group together and show everybody how it's done after Diary of Medwine? Why did he keep coming back with Ozzy for Bark of the Moon, for Ultimate Sin, for No Rest for the Wicked, and No More Tears? So all you that's Bob a, Daisley fucking Seeker fans, shut the fuck up. I get so <laughs> fucking tired of hearing it, man. I'm sorry, but, you know... 
I mean, a while back, there's an, uh, there's an interview that Ralph actually showed where uh, Eddie Trump was interviewing Don Airy, you know, Ozzy's original keyboardist, who's now with Deep Purple. He, he, he succeeded John Lord in Deep Purple. And he said something about Ozzy just does the melodies and Daisy Raw, the lyrics, and, and uh, you know, um, he corrected him. He was like, Don's like, uh, Ozzy writes his lyrics. He don't write all of them. Yes, Bob collaborated with the lyrics. Yes, Bob helped write those songs, even musically. But this shit of, oh, I fucking did everything. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> if that's the case, how come Bob Daisley hasn't done a fucking thing since he left Oz? What's he done? What's he done? Nothing. Nothing of substance. No. Okay, sorry. End of Metal Mike Meltdown. I apologize. But it's hey, just it gives, it gives me off. a chance to rest my voice for when I really need to scream. I, yeah. I just get tired of it, though, because it's like, you know, everybody wants to bag on Ozzy these days. And I'm like, yeah, his new album's shitty. But that does not negate all the great work he did with Sabbath. And he's had an yep. amazing solo career, too. And yes, Ozzy's always written with his band, no matter who that band is. And it's just a shame that Bob Daisley has to be a petty, jealous bitch. Because, like I said, number one, he gets millions of dollars in royalty checks. Hey, Bob, anytime you want me to cash your fucking checks for you, <laughs> whiny little bitch, fucking send it to DJ Metal Mike at thatmetalstation.com. I'll fucking cash your fucking check. I mean, I just get tired of it because it's like, dude, um, yeah, uh, it, it's just a shame because him and Ozzy do make a great team. They were great together. They were great together. And what have they done with Ozzy? While he's put out some still good music, it's not been as good without Bob Daisley. But let's be honest, as great a guitar player as Zach Wilde is, and, and he's wrote a lot of great songs with Ozzy, and Jake Ely, nobody clicked with Ozzy like Randy. That's and, true. of course, Tony Iommi. I mean, let's just be honest, man. It's true. Yep. Anyway, I, 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 I really like Bob. I mean, I really like Brad Gillis. I thought that he was... He oh, was yeah, he was great, man. Yeah. I, I love Speak of the Devil. I think that's a phenomenal live album. Yeah, that was the, that the one album, album that I did. really liked. I that was that. the one album I liked. Oh, I love that album. And I made that album my album of the day earlier this week on the on the Metal Mike Facebook group page, Plug Plug. Cool. Oh, shit. Regis Philbin just passed away. Fuck. What oh, no. Yeah. The fuck, man? Yeah, everybody's dying. Oh, yeah, I've no. been thinking to Alex Trebek, man. I mean, he's been fucking fighting, what, pancreatic cancer or some yeah. shit. Yeah, he's uh, fighting, man. Uh, or so, Frankie Benali, man. God damn. Yeah. Dude, that guy keeps going out and playing when he can. I'm like, damn. Yeah. That guy's a fighter, Frankie. man. He's a fucking warrior. Yeah. Um, so we get into the next track, which is an instrumental. And I agree with you 100% on that Bob Daisy shit. And um, I just, that uh, the thing and the ordinary man, I can't stand Ozzy with fucking auto-tune. And I don't know, I don't know, probably because he has Parkinson's. But I don't understand how Andrew Watt, who rocked in California Breed, freaking turned that into a pop album. Fucking shit. <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, one of the things that freaks me out about that is when I found out that like Slash plays guitar on that album, I'm like, you'd never know. Oh, and you, you can't got... tell. <laughs> you got... And that's part of my problem with the album. The guitars are so buried in the mix. And Ozzy's voice... I mean, I don't really like the auto-tune, but let's be honest. I mean, now I've seen Ozzy live about a year or so ago before he got really sick and all the bad shit happened to him. 
He was pretty yeah. good. I, I mean, for a guy who's like fucking 70 or 71, Ozzy still can sing pretty decently. But he can't sing like he could back in his Sabbath days or in his... I mean, my God, it's not 1976 or 86 or even 96. <coughs> yeah, that's true. But, but yeah, my problem with it is... I don't know. I'm, I'm like torn. I don't like the new record, but at the same time, it putting out new music is something that Ozzy needs to do to keep himself going on. I'm not going to begrudge him. Like, do I yeah. like this record? No, but it doesn't, again, like I said, it doesn't negate my love. I mean, if that's the case, man, I would hate Kiss. Do you know how many <laughs> shitty yeah. fucking records those guys put out? As oh, much yeah. as I love them, let's be honest, man, you know. I mean, come on. So... You know, I mean, to me, nothing will ever taint what Ozzy did with Sabbath and most of his solo career. Yeah, man, I, I just, yeah. I, I just want to hear. Like, I like Black Rain, and I like the other album, Scream. But um, I love Scream. I thought Scream was a great record, man. Fucking digging me down. That's a great fucking song, man. Soul sucker, heavy fucking ribs, good shit, man. I yeah. like it. Black Rain's just too. Almost industrialized to me. It was almost like Rob Zombie-ish and Marilyn Man. I, I don't know. I just didn't. I mean, I, maybe I need to revisit it and listen to it again. But I, I didn't really care for it, man. Yeah, but I'm one I, of the few. Listen. I'm one of the few guys who like Osmosis. So. <laughs> I love Osmosis. A lot of I people love don't. That yeah. I know a lot of people bag on that record, and I don't understand why. I'm like, fuck. The guitars are heavy as fuck. I mean, Thunder Underground is a total Sabbath fucking... And he had Geezer Butler playing bass on that and helping with some of the lyrics. I think I, I think Osmosis is a damn good record, man. Yeah. I don't understand all the bitching on that one. Or even Down to Earth. Down to Earth's got some good cuts. Yeah, I have those on CD. I love those albums. Uh, right on, Fred. So we See? Get, yeah. We agree. <laughs> we get into the next song, which I already said, Don't Start Too Late. It's an instrumental. What do you think about this one, uh, Mike? Um, typical, beautiful Iomi um, acoustical instrumental. Um, to me, though, it, it, I, I don't really look at it as a separate track on its own. I always think of it as the intro symptom of the universe, even though it is its own track. So uh, I like it. Um, what do you guys think? What do you think, Lee? Oh, to me, this is a somewhat strange and psychedelic flamenco piece, mm -hmm. and I really like it. Me too. I think it's really, really good. Well, I love some of Iomi's uh, acoustical instrumentals, like Laguna Sunrise on Volume 4. Yeah. You fucking kidding me? I love that, man. It's just weird how the first yeah. song, Hole in the Sky, like, just stops, and this song just goes right into it. I know. It's, like, know. weird. It's just like somebody cut the tape. <laughs> what happened? I kind of wish, wish this could go on for... 10 minutes more that way you could cut off one of the songs that i really don't like <laughs> yeah i i like this song it's a beautiful acoustic track and it's really cool it break i just don't i don't understand why hole in the sky just stops abruptly and it goes into this it does it's it weird. does it's so weird because you know what's funny like as as long as i've been a black sabbath fan since i was a kid you know because i like i stated earlier my older brother introduced me to kiss with kiss alive it was over for me, right? I was all about heavy stuff. And, but at that point in time, as a little boy, Kiss was everything to me. And my neighbor across the street, I'm going to give him a shout-out, Kevin Barnes. He's like he's like a bigger brother to my bigger brother. Great guy. He, 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 he introduced me to Black Sabbath and Zeppelin 
and Ted Nugent and Aerosmith and Alice Cooper and you know him and my cousin Mitch right and, and Judas Priest and all these great hard rock heavy metal bands. Aerosmith. Well, I think I mentioned Aerosmith. I mean, it was like, fuck, dude. You know, like, I and I became black. I, the first time I heard um, Black Sabbath was he had a, a miniature eight track player and he popped in fucking Paranoid. And the first Sabbath song I ever heard was War Pigs, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is even, this is even more heavier than Kids." You know what I mean? Like it, it blew my mind. And but I didn't hear Sabotage till many years later. Um, I was always kind of like the first four or five albums Sabbath guy, and then one day, like during the '90s, I just thought, you know, I'm gonna complete my Ozzy Sabbath discography, and I fucking That's cool. picked it up. And I fell in love with this record. It's not my favorite Sabbath album, but it, it's really hard for me to pick my favorite, especially Ozzy era, you know. Yeah, I would have to say my my favorite. Actually, after listening to this again, it's becoming more my favorite, but my actual favorite usually is either the first one or Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. Fuck, you can't go wrong with either one, Lee. What's your favorite Sabbath album, Mark? Heaven and Hell. <laughs> Actually, I love that too. In I fact, that, I, I, but I, in the Ozzy era, Ozzy era, I, I love the first the one. Dio, yeah, yeah, I, I separate the Dio era from the Ozzy. I actually kind of like the Dio era better. Oh, sorry, but I, 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 I don't okay, dislike man. the, I don't dislike the Ozzy era. Well, I, the Ozzy era would be the first album, and then uh, uh, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Those are my favorite with Ozzy. But I, mean, I, like, it's I like right on, man. I like Ozzy solo better than him and Sabbath for some reason. I don't really? know. Really? Yeah, I like hey, the first hey, two albums the best. That's all right too. That's I know cool. people. Uh, th look, this is my attitude about it. When I was younger, it wasn't that I didn't love the Sabbath, the Dio Sabbath. I did. Even as a kid, I loved it. Because again, I, I was introduced to Rainbow by Kevin and my cousin Mitchell, my dearly departed cousin Mitchell, and. I love Ronnie, you know, and, and I love Heaven and Hell. But to me, there was only one Black Sabbath, and that was the four original dudes. I because I mean, let's be honest, they became a different band with Ronnie, man. They sound, to, to me, totally different. Just as amazing, but different, you know. Yeah, Almost yeah. more of a new wave of British heavy metal sound, you know, which I think maybe Martin Birch producing that record kind of, you know, and then once uh, Bill Ward left, and you got Vinny Apathy for Mob Rules, they 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 to me are heaven and hell, which is what they eventually started calling themselves when they got back together, and they called themselves heaven and hell because the Ozzy version of Sabbath was still touring and performing, and they didn't want to cause confusion. Um, but I, when I was yes. a kid, you know what my nickname for uh, the Dio era Sabbath was? What? Black Rainbow. Black Rainbow. <laughs> oh, wow. Because to me it wasn't, you know, but then I remember reading, when I read Tony Iommi's autobiography, he, he said that the band had actually toyed with the idea of either calling themselves Heaven and Hell at the time or Neon Night, because that's the opening track of the album. But uh, oh, the record wow. companies, the management, and, and everybody was, and the promoters like, you know, well, you do that, we're not going to pay you as much for gigs and blah, 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 blah. So it ended up becoming Black Sabbath. I mean, but to me, and like I said, I, I even love Born Again. I'm not as familiar with the Tony yeah. Martin and, 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 and all that, uh, because to me, those are more like Tony Iommi solo albums, to be quite honest. But that, but 
but I don't mean any disrespect, you know. Yeah. I haven't I heard, I don't James. think I've even heard one note of the Tony Martin period. You haven't heard that Headless Cross? or I don't I, think I've ever heard it. That's pretty, I, I, I like that I, album. I, I, I've heard a few songs here and there, Mark, but I, I've got them. I've got all the, uh, digitally, I don't have hard copies. Uh, Ozzy and Dio era I do, and Born Again, but I don't have hard copies of, yeah. and, 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 but I really need to dig into to more of that stuff. Um, but another album that I made album of the week earlier, or album of the day earlier this week, was was Iomi's second solo album, Fused, with Glenn Hughes. God, oh. that is so good. Have you guys heard it? No. You, I, I haven't even heard of it. you got to yeah. check it out, guys. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, well, right I'll on. check that out. I love Glenn Hughes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Glenn Hughes is great, man. I'm a big Mark III Deep Purple fan. I like that as well as I do Mark II almost. Me too. I love covering Yeah, well, I like I, I like Mark no matter whether he's um in his first <laughs> mood or his second or third or fourth. But oh, that's a good but, one, Lee. Yeah, right. but, but 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 yeah, Deep Purple. I um I I do actually like Come Taste the Band a I lot. I like that too. Yeah, uh, that's a great album. With yeah, Mark that's Rowan, the one with Tommy Bowling, right? Yeah, Tommy Bowling. Yeah. yeah, not Mark. Yeah, Rowan. that's a guy yeah. with T Rex. <laughs> that's my, that's that's when right, which I like T Rex too, but yeah. but when uh when uh when uh what's his name? Uh Richie Blackmore left. Uh yeah. he formed Rainbow and then they got Tommy Bowling. But yeah, I like that record too, man. I like all the eras of uh Deep Purple. I do right too. On. And then uh we get to the next song, which is Symptom of the Universe, which you picked, Mike. So here's uh Symptom of the Universe on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
Okay, that was Symptom of the Universe by Black Sabbath. Why'd you pick that track, Mike? Um, because it fucking rules, dude. <laughs> For, to, in my opinion, this is the first, if not the first, it's right there, proto-thrash metal song. There's three songs in the 70s that I think were proto-thrash metal. Symptom of the Universe. To me, Symptom of the Universe is to thrash metal what Beatles Helter Skelter is to heavy metal, if you catch my dread. Yeah. Yeah. And and then, and then of course, uh, Queen's, uh, I think, Sheer Heart Attack and even Stone Cold Crazy yeah. is kind of yeah. thrashy. And, oh, of course, Motorhead's Overkill, you know. Oh, which, which came out in 1979. I mean, that song, Overkill. But, I mean, come on, man. Symptom of the Universe, 1975. But they're flying, bro. And the Geekster uh -huh. Butler lyrics, I mean, come on, dude. Just take me through the centuries to supersonic years. Electrifying enemy is drowning in his tears. All I have to give you is a love that never dies. The symptom of the universe is written in your eyes. God damn, dude. That, and, and, and I just love the, the aggression. Bill Ward's killing it on drums. The whole band's tight. Ozzy's just fucking going crazy vocally. And I love the, the acoustical end where it's almost like a different song. And I remember the first time I heard this version is when I bought it because the version I was always familiar with was the one on Speak of the Devil, which doesn't have, doesn't have the acoustical ending, but I love the acoustical fucking tripped out psychedelic ending. What do you think? What do you think, Lee? Lee? Oh, this is a great song. This is kind of like Judas Priest, even heavier. One of the best songs on the album. Yeah, uh, so far say I think it's one of the greatest Black Sabbath songs. Period. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry, I didn't I, mean to interrupt. Ah, uh, it's okay, man. I agree with this. Comes in with a dirty riff. This is a perfect Sabbath song. Reminds me of the riff. Reminds me of later Black Sabbath with Dio on uh, Dehumanizer Time Machine. It's got. Da, 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 da. Oh and yeah. It has that same riff. It has that same riff. It seems like he used it again in Time Machine, but changed it up a little bit. But it has. Because uh -huh. like, I was listening to it on headphones, like man, it sounds like Time Machine. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of interesting you should point that out because as I was saying earlier, like when Dio, when Ronnie joined Sabbath and, and everything, and I told you, to me, it was almost more of a new wave of British heavy metal sound. I mean, listen to Neon Knights, the speed. Da, 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 da. I mean, most o older Sabbath is kind of slow and doomy, you know, yeah. where with Dio, it's more about, you know, because again, he brought what he was doing with Rainbow over to Sabbath. Um, you know, about dragons and mysticism. Not, not that, that <laughs> obviously the Ozzy era son about that kind of stuff too. <coughs> you know, yeah. the devil and supernatural shit as well. But with Dio, I don't want to use the Drungeons and Dragons thing, but it's kind of true, you know. He kind of brought that to Sabbath, which again is very new wave of British heavy metal, in my opinion. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and like I said, please, please, all the listeners out there, don't, don't get it twisted. I love me some Dio era Sabbath. All right? It's great shit. I will think that um, it's possible that in the early days when they, when Sabbath had their really, really slow stuff, that might have been because they were using drugs that made them slow. And by the time <laughs> that they started to do this album, they had They're some uppers. Yeah, they, they had some cold, uppers. Bro. Yeah, yeah, man. And so so I, I guess that's the thing. Someone pulled the puppet strings a little bit faster on these guys. <laughs> and, and I mean, and, and I mean to be fair to say, it's not that they haven't done fast. To, I mean, paranoid for fuck's sake. 
uh, Super Not or All Fast Songs, but they're fucking flying on Symptom of the Universe, man. Yeah, uh, I would say that it would probably be one of my favorite songs. There's one song that they do that I would say is even a little bit better. But on this record, um, you'll see. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I like I was saying his like you said, Ozzy's vocals is so aggressive. And uh, the jazzy ending is like weird, but it works. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I love it, man. I love. Oh, the whole but but song. to answer your question, I'm sorry, didn't mean to. But but on this record, I'll say maybe of all time. But anyway, go on. Yeah, it's like my wife was listening to it this morning, and she says it kind of sounds like Black Water from uh, Doobie Brothers. The ending, and I go, "What?" <laughs> I didn't hear it, but she heard it. <laughs> hey, man, you know everybody hears something different, I guess. And it Maybe was... um, a Black Sabbath doing Black Water from the Black Album. <laughs> That's funny. There you go. And you know, it's funny, Lee, earlier you mentioned Cream is, in your opinion, being heavy metal. I definitely consider them proto-metal, and they were a huge influence on Black Sabbath. Oh, wow. Ozzy talks about it in his autobiography, because one of the first reviews he read, um, and, and, and what pissed him off about it was... he. At first, he took it as a compliment, but then he realized they were ripping on Cream, which just goes to show you what a bunch of pretentious dickheads Rolling Stone are and always have been. Oh, yeah. But they, they said that Black Sabbath were like Cream, only not as good, and Cream are not that good. I'm huh. like, and Ozzy goes, you just compared us to Cream. How's that bad? Cream fucking rule. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck <laughs> right, Ozzy. You know? Yeah, Rolling Stone hated Rush, and then they gave them a cover. I go, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, but again, I quit giving up. Rolling Stone has never, ever, 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 ever supported hard rock or heavy metal. They, they fucking, they'd rather fucking suck Bruce Springsteen's dick, which I'm sorry, I'm not a fan. When it comes to blue collar rock, I'll take Bob Seger over Bruce Springsteen any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Again, that's just my opinion, guys. I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, but yeah, just There's only one good, uh, <clears throat> critic on Rolling Stone is David Frick. Everyone else sucks. <laughs> That's yeah, just yeah, yeah. I, 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 I do, I do. This is weird, but I do like the Born in the USA album by okay. Bruce Springsteen, but, but I would say with Bob Seger, his early period, like the Bob Seger system, and Noah, yeah. and even Mongrel, those are pretty bitching albums. I like all right Bob Seger. Me too, bro. I love Bob Seger. My dad was a big Bob Seger fan. So, again, not only did I have my brother and my older cousin Mitchell and my neighbor across the street influence me with the heavy, you know, the hard rock and heavy metal, but I had my dad who was playing the Eagles and Bob Seger and, and, and Fleetwood Mac and Eric Clapton and, and, and Cream and Jimi Hendrix and all that stuff. Right and the Beatles on, and the Stones and, you know, all that good yeah, stuff, man. man. And even that before that, Chuck Berry was... and Little Richard. My mom yeah. loved Johnny Cash and, and Roy Orbison. And, you know, that's what I mean. I'm not just this metal dude. You know, I love all kinds of music. Yeah. I listened to music when I was one, and I was listening to the Beals and Rolling Stones. There you go, bro. And, and, and I told my birth mother about the Rolling Stones. She hadn't even heard of them. I was two. And I told her about them, and then she really liked Mick Jagger, but I, I, I even told adults about music back then. Wow. Well, I got my mom in a docking. 
<laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. She now, liked Dawkins. See, that's the thing, man. I love Dawkins, especially like the first three records. Yep. Fantastic, man. Um, you know, it's weird with me, though, because some people think like I hate on glam metal. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I love the first generation of glam metal. It's when it evolved into cock rock and, and, and hair metal that I'm like, yeah, not so much. But, you know, I love the first two Motley Crue albums. I, I love Rat. I love Dawkins. I love Twisted Sister, especially the first three albums. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I love that stuff. Yeah. Wasp and fucking, even though Wasp were more theatrical metal or shock rock, but you know what I mean. You know, bands from that that scene, you know, not yeah. real big on the, the second wave and especially the third wave. I mean, I'm sorry, man, but when it got to the Nelson and Bushy, I love you, man, but Nelson, God, oh, God, it's off. Nelson, <laughs> was, <laughs> Nelson was never metal. They were just rock. I like them. I, I, I didn't. I never got into them, man. I, I like. I like the harmonies of that band. That's why. You know what they sound like to me, bro? What? Partridge Family with fuzzy guitars. You know why? Because I like the Partridge Family, and I like. Well, Rick, I, I like I Ricky Nelson. Too. I like their father. I love Ricky Nelson. Hey, Ricky Nelson had some cool tunes, man. Yeah. But it just wasn't. I think maybe part of the problem, also, Mark, and there were other bands that I got to be honest, because once I got into the whole thrash metal thing. I, I dismissed, like, I'll tell you a band I really dismissed badly. And now I'm like, holy shit, because I didn't know was uh, um, Great White. Oh, yeah. I thought they were like a hair metal band. And then when I sat down and listened to them, I was like, well, this guy, these are like, a, this is a blues rock band. Same with Cinderella. Now, I did like Cinderella, though. I love the first, like, two or three Cinderella albums. I hated the name. And I hated the look, but I've always been like, it's the music that matters. And I Cinderella thought that Tom Kuyper sounded too much like Brian Johnson. Nah. Huh. Really? I don't even. Like, I, ah! like, I don't hear that. Because <laughs> Tom Kuyper could, could sing smooth. Uh, Brian Johnson could not sing smooth. Like, nobody's I, I fool, man. I, I didn't hear any kind of Tom Kuyper smooth. You know, the beginning of Nobody's Fool. He's like, I don't even like that song. <laughs> I'm 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 staying quiet with a lot of what you say because it's not my place to tell you what to like, but I would say fifty percent of it I agree with and fifty percent I don't. Oh, oh, me? No me. Of 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 all the groups that 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 that, that has been mentioned between both. Oh people. okay yeah. Well, that's but fine. I would say with with you, but also with Mark. All right, and then let's get into the next song. Sorry. Which sorry which, about that. Which I picked because I I think this song is badass. Um, oh, dude. Megalomania. Dude. <laughs> so here's Megalomania on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with fantasy, possessed with my schemes. I mix reality with super-bot dreams. The ghost of violence was
Okay, that was Megalomania by Black Sabbath. What did you think about that track, Mike? Um, one word. And there's another track I feel the same way about. Fucking epic. Or is that two words? No. <laughs> love this song. Love this song. And I love the effects that Ozzy uses on his vocals. Which They said he did that fucking around in the studio with the echo and shit. Absolutely love this song. They even talk about it like they wrote this song. You know, like when they did this album, dude, the band was under a lot of stress because their their um, manager, Patrick Meehan, was fucking ripping them off bad, man. They found out around the time of Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath that they were being ripped the fuck off by their management and their record company. Um, they... So a lot of the time when they weren't on the stage, they were in their lawyer's offices trying to get all their contracts and shit sorted out. Um, they would literally be in the studio trying to record and they'd have to sign all these affidavits and everything. Uh, that's why they called the record Sabotage because they felt like they were being sabotaged from making new music. And um, yeah, they were just like uh, fucking pissed off. And Megalomania is one of the songs that is kind of talking about, you know, uh, you know, what they were going through at the time, you know. So, I love this song. I absolutely adore it. What do you guys think? What do you think, Lee? Um, here's going to be an answer to an earlier question. This is the best song on the album and possibly their best song, period. It's the way it changes and still is great. Not too many songs do that. This is fantastic. I know. So many time signature changes on this song. This is like a progressive metal song. It's fucking rules. I love this song. It's all bluesy and atmospheric in the beginning. Love Ozzy's vocal tone, Tony's riffs. Piano is so fucking cool, and the cowbell comes in, and then it speeds the fuck up. <laughs> fucking great song. It's kind of like yeah. they kind of like got some Aerosmith dirty riffs on this song too. Fucking rules. Wow. Yeah. 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 I I, I fucking completely concur with both you guys. I think Ozzy's melodies oh. are amazing too, but course that's what his specialty is. I mean, I've heard uh, even Bob fucking Daisley has said nobody does a better job at melodies and, and writing or, you know, because melody is very important to the construction of a song, you know, and Ozzy writes all the melodies to everything he does. So even if he doesn't always write all the lyrics, you know, it's very, from what I understand, I'm not a musician, so I can't say for sure, but, you know, I'm only going by what you're saying. And as far as you said, like some of the progressive elements, this is a very experimental album. But that's why I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah, and this song's nine minutes and 46 seconds. It's totally a progressive song. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, and it's just epic. It's fucking yeah. epic, man. Yeah, you guys didn't pick it. And I said, they didn't oh. pick this song. I'm going to fucking pick it. <laughs> I love it. And you picked the best song. <laughs> and you want to know why I didn't? Why? Because I knew, what, I knew one of you fuckers would. <laughs> I, I knew. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, I'm going to pick. Yeah. <laughs> You know, which I, I, I'm happy with my picks, man. I mean, fuck, I can't, you know. But yeah, this, this song fucking rules. Yeah, and then we flip it over. If you have the vinyl of it, uh, you get to the second side. It's the thrill of it all. What do you think about this one, Mike? Love it. 
fucking love this song. Um, love the, uh, the, the the whole da na 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 da na 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 Another awesome fucking Iomi riff. Ozzy, his attitude with the lyrics is just great. I love the lyrics, especially this one right here. Won't you help me, Mr. Jesus? Won't you tell me if you can? When you see this world we live in, do you still believe in man? I fucking love this fucking song. Again, this is almost a perfect album to me. And Ozzy feels the same way. There's two songs on this album that Ozzy doesn't like. I'll let I'd you know those two songs. In- I'd be interested in knowing which of those two songs are true. I know there's I one totally song agree. I really don't like on here. <laughs> we haven't got to it yet. I'm kind of yeah. curious if it's the same song that I don't like. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll be curious, too. All right. So what do you think about the song, Lee? I like some of the song, but there were parts of it I did not like. It was a half-good song. And it was a half not good song. So kind of schizophrenic for you. <laughs> um, there were parts that were like, oh, this is cool. And then, oh, yuck. Okay, so we're on, uh, blah, we're on uh, the thrill of it all, right? You already, you guys already said what you thought about it. and uh, Yeah. This yeah, is- overall. But I, I think maybe Lee would like the song better if it if like they had made a video with girls with their shirts tucked in. <laughs> I would like the video, yes. Well, <laughs> well, this is what I thought about it. I said it's got a killer riff. Uh, I like Geezer's bass on this, and the riff keeps going throughout the song. It kills. And you said the lyrics I wrote down, Mike, so we already said the killer lyrics. I was going to say the same thing. Won't you help me, Mr. Jesus? We were on in tune on that one. thought they were killer right on. But towards towards the middle of the song, it starts sounding like the Who and Pete Townsend on guitar. It got weird, but it's still a cool song. <laughs> it's like it's kind of sounded like Who's Next. <laughs> well, well, like I said, that this album's kind of experimental. You know, I think this is where Sabbath started kind of experimenting more. Even though you could argue that Sabbath Bloody Sabbath is kind of a very experimental album too. But in fact, to me, when I look at Sabbath's discography. And I'm talking Ozzy era. They're, they're uh, what I call sister albums. I think the first album and Paranoid are sister albums. Master Reality and Volume 4 are sister albums. You know what I mean? And I think Sabbath Bloody Sabbath and this album are sister uh, albums. Uh, and same with Technical Ecstasy and Never Say Die, where they're kind of similar. I mean, they're they're all different because Sabbath never really repeated themselves, you know, in yeah. my opinion. But, uh, um, you, you know, I think you guys know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So then we get to the next song, which is an instrumental super czar, or superstar. Superstar, yes. Superstar, but uh, it's spelled super czar. No, no, you you actually did a correct mark. All right, you are. You're right, super czar. Yeah, super czar. So, um, what do you think about this one, Mike? Honestly, um, it's not bad as far as like an instrumental on its own, but. And Sabbath used this as their intro music before they come out on stage. And in that case, you know, when I would see them on the, like when they got back together for Ozfest, and I've seen Sabbath several times when they got back together, the reunions and whatnot, they would use this as their intro music. And in that, in that aspect, it works. But quite honestly, I got to go with my boy Ozzy. I don't get it. I don't understand. I, 
why this is on the record. I don't think it really fits on the album. It, 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 it's a song on its own. It's not bad. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm with Ozzy. This is one of the tracks that kind of keep it from being a perfect record. What do you guys think? Uh, what do you think, uh, Lee? Well, um, even though I do like it, I will say that um, when I when I was first listening to it again before I put on my headphones, I thought I was going to write, what is this piece of shit? You know, I was huh. actually going to write that. But, but I actually changed it because I realized that when I was drunk and I heard it, I liked it a lot better. And so I'm going to give you my drunk version. This is like Pink Floyd's Adam Hart Mother. It's the sort of thing that you have to be in the mood for. Because it's yeah. not a normal type of song. But right. I dig it if I'm in the right mood. But right. if I'm not in the right that. mood, if I'm not in the right mood, I I might think it's a piece of shit. I, I get you. I get you. I, I just think it's kind of filler to me. It's just there, you know? It's not awful. I, I agree. It's just there. It's just there. It's like, I, that. that's... That's some that's something that another track with an actual song where everybody performs on it should have made the yeah. album. In my opinion. Yeah. Again, it's just my opinion. What do you it's think? It's like Mark? if it's like if David Lee Roth decided that Diver Down was gonna be twenty minutes of only intruder. That's a good song, but twenty minutes? That right. would have broke up the group. <laughs> What I think I thought this was a, anyway. I thought the music was good and I go, what the fuck is this vocalizing choir? What is this monks? Right. <laughs> well, here's a funny story. Ozzy walked in while they were recording that. He thought he was in the wrong studio and left. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, What the fuck is this shit? You know, he didn't go, he didn't get it at all, man. This is, yeah, I don't get this song either. I go, what the fuck happened to this album? It just took a turn. <laughs> yeah, uh, they should freaking just—I don't know—but I'm a uh, take. I, I don't like revisionist history, but this song could just disappear, and I'd be happy. <laughs> right? I mean, I, I, again, like when when I would see them live and they use it as an intro, I was like, okay, cool. You know, before they come out, they played over the PA. Fine, whatever. <laughs> but but you're right. I mean, on an album, it's just kind of weird. I'm like, I, I again, I, I didn't really get it. <laughs> and I neither did Ozzy, so there I, you go. I didn't get it either. I go, what the fuck? Why isn't Ozzy singing? Why does he have, oh, and I go, oh my God, am I listening to Sabbath or I'm listening to fucking uh, Monk's album? I don't know right. what's going on here. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then we get to the next song, Am I Going Insane, which Lee picked. So here is Am I Going Insane on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Place to hide. Tell me, 
That was Am I Going Insane? Why did you pick that? And why is it radio edit? Do they have a bigger well, edit? Well, no, it's not no, a radio. No, no. It's 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 radio is a part of the title. Oh, okay. It, it it was supposed to be like like a slang, like he's gone radio, which means he's gone nutty. Okay, and, that makes and, more and, sense. And, yeah, yeah. But anyway, this is a cool song. It's almost the type of song that could have been a hit. It's a little different, but I like it. And one thing that I want to say is I had, for some reason, um, didn't realize that was on this album. Like, um, I originally, when I heard it, I thought it was on Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. And I think that it would have worked there, but I think it's a really good song. So what did you think about it, Mike? 
Um, besides Superstars, it's my least favorite song on the album. I like it. Um, but this is also on the compilation, We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll. And I'm like, why this song over Megalomania or Something of the Universe or how many other better songs on the record? Again, it's just my opinion. Um, but there, yeah, and, and, and Lee was absolutely right. The title's from um, Cockney Rhyming Slang that's called For Mental Radio Rental, something that they said in uh, England back then. Um, and, and I'm not the only one that feels this way. Uh, it says right here, although happy with most of the songs on Sabotage, lead singer Ozzy Osbourne did not like the responses he got with Am I Going yeah. Insane Radio or Superstars. Osborne felt the two tracks were distractions on what otherwise would be a perfect album. So Ozzy actually does not agree with me at all. No. And and I kind of think he's kind of an idiot. I'm sorry, not really. Oh. He's not an idiot, but he's, he's, he's the idiot who wrote the song, so he has the right. I'm sorry. Well, right. I, well I think I, this song sounds like the Yardbirds. The only thing I like about it is Bill's Phil's. <laughs> the drumming's killer. It's yeah. not. A, it's not a horrible. I mean, I, I don't hate it, but I'm just saying it's probably my least favorite song besides Superstars on the album. Well, in the beginning, yeah. in, in the beginning, doesn't it sound like a Kansas song with a keyboard? <laughs> that's what I mean. Maybe. It, it, you know, maybe that's why I have a problem with it because it just doesn't really sound like Sabbath. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It doesn't sound like Sabbath. But again, Maybe that's this, why I do like it. <laughs> but it's a, again, this was a very experimental record. You know, they were trying different things, so I can't fault them for that. You know, no, it, it's not bad. I won't skip it. The only one I skip is the Monk song. Uh, <laughs> so but, uh, both of you, uh, I, never mind. It's not badly. It's not bad. It just no, doesn't sound. See, like I don't I was, hate it. Dude. I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of something else. But but when we get to it, um, don't don't worry. All right, now we get to the last song, which uh, Metal Mike picked, The Writ. So uh, let's play The Writ by Black Sabbath on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
That was the writ. Why did you pick this track, Mike? Again, same reason we could have picked Megalomania. It fucking rules. I love this song. It's fucking epic. Also, the interesting thing about it is um, it was one of those songs where they even said it right here. Bill Ward said that uh, thematically the writ and Megalomania are intertwined according to drummer Bill Ward, as they both deal with the same tensions arising from these ongoing legal troubles. And also, Ozzy wrote the lyrics for this song. He wrote most of the song himself, because uh, he was just fucking pissed off and angry over um, what Patrick Meehan did to him, and it just kind of like came pouring out. And if you if you hear the lyrics, man, I mean, shit, dude. He's Ozzy's just going off on this song. I mean, he's just fucking pissed off. But yeah, I like the beginning of it with the bass line and the way it builds up. And yeah, I mean, he's just uh, um, right here. What kind of people do you think you we are? Another Joker who's a rock and roll star for you, just for you. I mean, he's just like going off. Um, you know, are you metal? Are you mad? You've changed in life since you began. He's just fucking going off on the song, man. And yeah, I love it. I love, I love this fucking song. Um, it's fucking epic from beginning to end. Was this Sharon's dad? No. No, Sharon's no, dad no, that's came Don later. Arden. He came later. That's right? Don Arden. This is Patrick Meehan. So they got screwed over by two managers. <laughs> yes, they really got fucked over by this guy. Oh fuck, man, that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, it does. They went and from yeah. another manager to another manager. And that's manager. why they called the song The Writ, because they were literally getting, not just getting served writs on fucking studio, they were getting served these things in, uh, uh, when they were getting ready to go on stage at fucking concerts and shit. And Ozzy was just fucking fed up, man. Dang. So all you fucking assholes that think Ozzy don't ever re write lyrics, well, here you go, bitches. Well, it's like you say he writes vocal melodies. That's the hardest thing to do in a song. To well, me, yeah. I'm not a musician, right. but I hear a lot of musicians talk about Ozzy writes the best vocal melodies of any any kind of genre you listen to. You exactly. Know. And then what do you think about this song, Lee? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I totally dislike this song. Wow. The music Probably. isn't my bag. Sorry. But and Ozzy sounds like a chipmunk, and this song brings the album down for me. I wow. pretty much hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Sorry. Dang, well, I, I and think... I and I was kind. I I, I didn't want to use and the word garbage. Just because or, I said fucking or or piece of shit. Am I going no, to I, I wasn't fucking. I wasn't. Song? Huh? He said he got mad at you for talking about uh, the other song. I'm am insane. Yeah, you kind of. No, no, I was, I, I, I was, I was kind of being funny, and 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 I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I love um, this. I'll, I'll he he to, only gets but, but mad I mean, when you mention Bon Jovi. I, I, I just, hey, bon shut Jovi. up! <laughs> I'm right there with you, Lee. Fuck Bon Jovi. Ah, bon thank you, thank you, well, man. Bon. Okay, I love this song. You know this what? Song you, is my you, favorite. This, I'll tell this you, song's my favorite song on the album. <laughs> I love it. No, I'll tell you I, one I, thing that pissed me off about Bon garbage, Jovi. I like it. Even though it's garbage, I like it. No, I don't like it, but I'll... For you, Mike, I will try oh. maybe to listen again. You like what you like, and you don't, you but, don't. But I mean, it right. just sounded like, 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 it was like just 
weird, and I just didn't like well, it. Well, again, just, it, it is a strange song. Like, there's, like, the whole acoustical and harpsichord part. Yeah, I hate that me, shit. Kind of reminds me of, like, some Alice Cooper type stuff. I mean, there's definitely, it's different, but I, I do love this song, man. Okay. I'll, I'll you, put you this way. I have nothing against you liking the song. Hey, as long I as you hear it way, like way, way, way far away from me when you hear it. Uh, hey, it's, no it's problem. okay. You know what? I, you know what? I know, I next just, time I play this on the on on my show, I'm gonna go. This one goes out to Lee Gersman. Ah, God. I, okay. I try to get to, I, I try I, to get Lee to listen you know to what, that metal Lee, station. Lee, I'll tell you yeah. what, bro. I will play Megalomania for you. Thank you, man. You hey, can do what you. Hey, hey, man. I'm, I, 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 I don't, I don't like to piss on songs that I don't like, but I have to. You gotta you know, be honest. You can't you be Terrence. Be honest, you can't yeah, be you, can't... You, you can't be Terrence and trying to make everybody happy. <laughs> uh, well, All right. Yeah. Well, he liked albums that he didn't like just to make me happy, and I was pissed off at him for that. I go, dude, you suck. Really? Yeah, he said he liked he uh, liked certain albums. He liked Poison, and then he said he didn't like Poison. And I go, dude, why you lie? <laughs> I go, be honest. Yeah, I mean, I now I I have no issues with the Rock Sponge. I know you you guys had a falling out, right? Well, I, I had a falling out because he went off on me on uh, groups when I didn't do nothing to him. I go, and then he tried to apologize and say it's his. I go, dude, you do this like a million times, dude. I think it's best for us not to be friends. Just do whatever you want. And then he blocked me. So I'm okay. I, I will mean say, okay. I will say there was about He came into my chat room last night, I, though, I, I hadn't heard from uh, I will say, I will say, to be honest, there was about 10 seconds of the writ that I did like. So I just want right. to let you know. Hey, right on. Better than nothing, dude. But no, if you don't like it, you don't like it, dude. And I was kind of suspecting. I'm like, okay, well, he he likes. Am I going insane? And he said there was a song he didn't like. And I'm like, why do I get the feeling that it's one of the ones I picked? But hey, man, you you like most of the records, so fuck. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. I think it's one of the best albums that they've ever did, and I really thank you for picking it. Yeah, well, what I like about this song is this sounds like Sabbath. It's aggressive, dirty riffs, killer bass, drums, vocals. Great way to end a record. Not my favorite album by them, but it all, like I said, it'll always be heaven and hell. But I do love Ozzy. But uh, yeah. but my favorite album with Ozzy is the first two. So uh, I love I love all Sabbath. I even like the the later albums that people don't like. Um, I can't right. remember the name. Ralph says he listens to it more than any Sabbath album. It's a great album too. Um, Never say die. Yeah, Never say die. That's it. Yeah, great. That's, I think I think that's an underrated record. Yeah, that's a it's good really. The, I don't know. There's something about sabotage though. Like I've always said, Master Reality is like my. And I think the reason why Master Reality is my personal favorite is because it was the first Sabbath record I ever had a physical copy of. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. for sentimental reasons. But it got it's such a heavy fucking record. But I mean, come on, man. How can you argue with Paranoid? I mean, just go down the list. War Pigs, Iron Man, Paranoid, Hand of Doom, Fairy oh. Bear's Boots. I mean, fuck, come on. Oh. It's a great record, man, you know. Yeah, man. It's a, this and the is a... first one, even. I mean, you, you can't really go wrong. Yeah, first album is like, we already reviewed that album. That album is, Lee picked that one. That was awesome. Oh, yes. Yeah. Fucking... So, so that was uh, a.
Sabotage by Black Sabbath with Ozzy on uh, lead vocals, Tony Iommi on guitars, piano, synthesizer, organ, harp, Geezer Butler bass guitar, Bill Ward drums, percussion, piano, and lead vocals on Blow the Jug, which is a hidden track after the writ recorded at very low volume. I still haven't heard it. Oh, you haven't? I got it. Is it good? It's really fucking... Not really. It's Because it was an accident. That was Ozzy and Bill fucking around in the studio. It's like this piano and you hear them, blow on the oh. jug, blow on the jug, everybody. Blow. It's like a fucking joke, man. Was, and what it happened, like just a, was it like 10 seconds or so? Yeah, it was only like a few seconds. And it says right here, some versions of Sabotage contain a short hidden track entitled Blow on the Jug. And I it was, saw it. It made I, the I, album by I heard accident. It. I heard it. It was like, like almost like it was like a coda, like after, because I I have it on streaming, and then when the song ended, I knew that there was about like thirty or so seconds left or something. So I knew that something had to be on it, and so right. it had that on it. Yeah, it's I haven't heard it, but I heard Ralph and Ian talk about oh. it before. I could probably go on YouTube and listen to it. But uh, I didn't listen to it after the writ ended. I stopped it, so maybe it was there. Oh. <laughs> so that was our review of Sabotage. And thank you, uh, Metal Mike, for coming on here. And, hey, uh, no problem. Tell, Happy tell to do the, it. Tell the fans where they could find you at. Well, basically, man, uh, I do a show on that metal station every Friday from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Sometimes I go on longer, depending on how. Like last night, I had a fucking full chat room. It was crazy. Um, uh, I play all kinds of metal from old school, traditional hard rock and heavy metal to thrash metal, even some extreme metal, doom metal, stoner metal, new metal, which I hate that name, but I call it alternative metal to progressive metal. I mean, you name it. And, 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 and every show is different because I play a little bit of everything. You know, uh, another thing I do is I play a lot of new music, like, from the new wave of thrash metal, new new thrash metal bands that are fucking awesome. Uh, the new wave of traditional hard rock and metal bands, which um, I will talk about in a little bit. But but I, I, I really appreciate you guys inviting me. It was actually Brian Davis of uh, uh, Damn Good Movie Memories who uh, suggested I come on. And, uh, right on. You know, he Mark was in the chat room and I was on during his show because I recruited him to that metal station. Uh, the Bad Beat, you can check that out every Wednesday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. He puts on a great show. If you like blues-based hard rock and metal and even some blues, uh, Brian does a tremendous job. I'm very proud of our station. I started out as a DJ. I was inspired by Ralph and Ian, and uh, but I kind of wanted to do my own thing. And I saw an ad for that metal station, joined it. And then, like a year later, I became a co-owner. I bought into the to the station and website, and here wow. I am. I did do a um, what I did I did do a podcast briefly with a former DJ of ours who is DJing somewhere else, but I'm still good friends with him. Uh, James McCormick, DJ Mac. Oh, I love that. It was, right on, right on. And we did, we did a short-lived podcast called Mind Over Metal, and it was really great. We got along great, and it was so good. And when we first started, we were kind of like more rock and metal type, where each album, uh, you know, episode or you guys, we do, we would do a a review. And then I started thinking, because I'm a fucking nerd, all right. I'll just come out and say that. 
I love the minutia and the history of of all the bands I love. And I suggested to Mac, well, hey, dude, why don't we um, why don't we do a podcast where uh, we do like a whole theme for the month or whatever, and we cover um, if if not the entire discography, um, an era of a band. And uh, yeah. When we went into that, we did Rat and really enjoyed ourselves. And, and we got really, like, our numbers were pretty good before. But after that, man, our shit blew up. And we were right in the middle of doing Wasp. And then, unfortunately, Mac just had a lot of real-life tragedies that was going on. And he had to pull the plug on the uh, podcast. And I haven't really been able to find, because I want to do a podcast, but I don't want to do it on my own, you know, because... I mean, I've done my radio show on my own, but I, I do have my co-host, Bill. It's good, like, with you and Lee, it's good to have somebody you have banter with. You, yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah, um, it was hard me doing it solo. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was like, you know, I'm I, talking to myself, and I don't know how long to go. Hey, <laughs> I do episodes on my own where all I do is burp, so I have no problem being on my own. And, and I was going to do a podcast with somebody, but unfortunately that's fallen through. Um, because of some recent events that happened in my life, between us, I should say. So it's like, well, I don't really want to do a podcast with her now. So it's mm, like, I, yeah. I, I really don't know. I'm almost, to, I'm almost to the point now where I'm like, fuck it. Because I, I, I wanted to resurrect Mind Over Metal and have her as my new co-host. But things have gone... It's just weird, all right? I just want to... I think you I, don't and, wanna... I think you and Ralph would be a good partner. Seriously. Well, I, I, I would love to do a podcast with Ralph, but I mean Ralph's so busy with so many other things. I don't know if if he would have time, but I would love to do a podcast you with Ralph. You should just ask him. Um the the one thing I was thinking about doing though is you know, I paid into those you know, those bought episodes, which I've been a past guest on RMCP a few times. Yeah, really and, good uh, episodes. Thank you, thank you. And uh, I was like, you know, because I had paid for us to do Crowbar. Are you familiar with Crowbar? Yeah, I'm Ian talks about the them a lot. Canadian band Crowbar, which is a totally different band, which I would like me and Mark to do an album by them, but it's very I, hard to find their them. stuff. Very hard to find their stuff on on stream or on YouTube, but they were a band who were known to get really, really drunk, and when they before they would go on stage, they might, like, push around the people who were, like, the bar owners or stuff and, like, spit and, and just act totally crude. So they didn't get a lot of gigs, but they were a band from Canada back in the 70s. Yeah, man. So, I've, heard, I've heard of them, Lee, but I've never really heard them. I even tried yeah. looking for them, and you're right, because I was just yeah. nervous. Because I was like, oh, I didn't know there was another band called Crowbar, but the Crowbar but I know. Out, yeah, yeah, I know what the New Orleans you're sludge about. metal band, and I'm a huge uh, fan of Crowbar. And I was so I paid to do the episode with Ralph and Ian to do um, Odd Fellows Rest, but I still want to do that episode with Ian. But I'm thinking about approaching Ralph about maybe doing something else. I just don't quite know for sure. So I definitely want to appear on his podcast. But yeah. I mean, I would be honored if Doctor Fuck wanted to be my podcasting partner. Dude, I, I bet, I bet he, he I bet he would. He's a good guy, man. Well, I, he's a great guy. I, think I love he would. Ralph, man. I mean, 
you know, Ralph, I wouldn't be doing what I am at that metal state. And look, there's like four individuals that are responsible for me becoming DJ Metal Mike. And that's Ralph Vieira and Ian Wadley, Bill Wayne's Facebook page, because, you know, and Bill Wade being on the Rock and Metal Combat podcast, and Scott Green, the owner, the founder of that metal station. Because if I hadn't seen Scott's ad in Bill Wayne's Facebook page, you know, Kiss, well, it was Kiss, 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 Heavy Metal, Hard Rock. Now I think it's just Kiss and Heavy Metal, Hard Rock. I would never, I, I answered that ad, and I remember telling Scott, dude, I, I don't know shit about being a DJ, and I'm fucking computer retarded, but what I lack in that, I have in passion. I love music. I always have, especially hard rock and heavy metal, and if you give me a chance, I'd appreciate it, and I'll never forget. He said, who's your five favorite bands? And I said, I gotta narrow it down to five, and he was like, do you want the fucking gig or not? And I'm like, fair enough. I gave him my five bands. He said, you're hired. Nice. And uh, I've been doing it ever since. I've been there for five years. And like I said, within about a year of me being part of it, I bought in and became a co-owner. Um, and um, I love it. I love doing it. I live for it. Um, I, I'm very proud of all the DJs we have. I kind of consider them all part of the TMS family. And wow. uh, hey, man, you know, uh, and, and, and like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on it. Yeah, I would love to do a podcast with Ralph. You know, another guy I'd love to do a podcast with is Brian Davis. I think me and him would. Oh shit, it's... Brian Davis is awesome, dude. You should ask him oh, he's... too. Well, I have, but he's, he's just so busy. busy. Yeah, because well, he's, he's supposed his own to be podcast. He's supposed then to he's do our his own radio show. He's he was going to do it once a month with us on a blues album. He's going to be our blues oh, okay. guy, but he's so okay. busy this month. He said he, he's going to have to wait. I'm good at blues too, so um, I shouldn't be discounted as a blues. You're guy never either. discounted. Dude, come Please, on! I'm being you know, funny. You know, I had one. We love you, I'm man. kidding. I'm kidding with you. I no, had dude, two I, bad you guests. Know, dude, you you were one of my favorite guests on RMCP. I thought you were fucking hilarious, dude. I I was totally drunk on the Juice Priest episode, I and I think I, fuck, I, you, I, you, I think I got I, I I think I got Ian angry. Like he was telling me to shut up. <laughs> well, well, Ralph taught me how to play you like a fiddle, Lee. So that's why we're good. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I think you. Yeah. I think you've really grown as a podcaster, man. I've been listening to you for a while, and I think you and Lee got good chemistry, and uh, you got a good yeah. thing going, man. And don't ever quit doing what you're doing, and don't ever let anybody ever discourage you either. No, I, I freaking, I went through a time where I had a terrible co-host in Lee Sinclair, who was on your station, and that lady was lazy. Oh, she didn't do her homework at all, and dude, she, she just said, good, okay, good, I go, are dude, you? Dude, that bitch is crazy. Can and I she, say that out loud? Yeah, she, she is was fucking nuts. Insane, man. She's nuts. nuts. All she wanted to and do then, is talk about the metal. And every time I picked like another album, she would go, "Okay, it's okay. I don't like it." And she would be one word answers. I go, D "You're not working out. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to do all metal." Like, uh, you know? dude, I I almost messaged you, Mark, when you took her on as a partner. I was like, "Oh yeah. God, Mark, what are you doing?" Because she did not work out with us at all. She said a lot of fucking crazy allegations that never happened. Oh, she was claiming you guys as sexual harassment. Oh yeah, all kinds of stupid shit. And it's like. I wouldn't touch her with my worst enemy's dick, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, ugh. And, 
mean, whatever, man. Like, I, I don't wish her any ill will, but she was a fucking nut job. Nut job. And when you took when you took her on, I was like, oh, God. Mark. I almost messaged you, but I didn't because I didn't feel like I knew you well enough. You know, I didn't. You know how it is with Facebook, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're friends, but we don't really know each other. So, yeah. you know, as I've gotten to know you, you know, with just talking on Facebook and stuff, I've gotten to know you better. And I, I and then when it didn't work out, I'm like, man, I'm almost sorry I didn't tell uh, Mark, dude, don't, 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 you because, know, oh, bro. Yeah, I, yeah, I, well, I, I also had Andrew Jacobs on, which he was 100 times better yeah. than Lee. But he had a voice that was monotonous, so it's like falling like asleep. Um, yeah. So he was a hundred times better. Oh, oh, than the other Lee. I'm sorry. Yeah, not you, dude. You're a million times better than anybody I had on here. You yeah. Know? Um. That's yeah, why I said I'm you're good. you're the permanent co-host. Um, <laughs> oh, look, thank you, look, man. Um, Andrew. Interesting. Um, I remember when he used to say I was one of his favorite guests on RMCP, and then when I fucking um, was on, you know, oh, my show's amazing. The minute I criticized him, and all I said was, dude, you need to let this shit with Ian go. Just let it go. You're not going to win. Just let it go, dude. And he messaged me and said, uh, you're a fat fuck. And, uh, oh, I'm like, well, that's original. Never heard that. <laughs> Which I've lost weight now, Andrew, you fucking piece of fuck. The best part of you ran down your daddy's leg, okay? So go fuck yourself. And the only reason why I'm saying this right now is because you fucking insulted me and then blocked me like a cowardly little bitch before I could retort. He so blocked me for retort. he blocked me for no reason. I don't know what happened. I, all of a sudden, I was blocked, and it's he was supposed to, he was supposed man. to do an episode with me, and then he fucking just ranked out on me. You and know I said, what? Fuck it, I'm getting Lee. <laughs> Wadzilla, Wadzilla was right on the money back. The man don't want to do the work. Yeah, he's, he don't he's want to put totally in the right. work. Just he, like Lee, don't want to put in the work, man. And if you're going to do a podcast or a radio show, you got to like, you know, there's a reason why I have a full chat room last night because of consistency. Because I've been doing it every Friday since I started. Yeah, you it's know, like what Brian yeah. said about me. Every Friday I have an episode, out, or when I used to do it on Mondays, but I changed it to Fridays because my job, my days off changed. But now I don't have a job till they bring me back. So, <laughs> so. you know, and, and another thing, like you mentioned, Terrence, and, and I, I don't know if you're going to edit this out or not. I don't, I don't have any desire to trash Terrence. I, I actually still like Terrence. I Even like though, Terrence. I just don't want to be his friend because he trashes I, me. I I understand what you're saying, dude, because it's like he uses that as a crutch way too much. Look, bro, I'm sorry you got autism. But you know what? My brother Mark, my twin brother Marky, my identical twin, is mentally disabled. Okay? Like, like, put it this way. I have Forrest Gump for a twin brother. Sweetest guy in the world. He's a pretty cool guy, man. I think he's, he's my friend. sweetheart. Yeah. He is. He likes you, Mark. Yeah, he I got like all excited. He, act, he got excited when I told him I was going to do oh, the podcast. Cool. And um, he he was like, uh, but Mark doesn't do the shit that, that uh, Terrence does. You can't, you, I, we all have issues and problems. You can't, you can't use that as a crutch. My nephew, DJ Kane, he's on <coughs> with me. He has a show on Sundays, if I'm allowed to plug it. 
Yeah. Uh, Seder of Metal show every Sunday from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. He plays a lot of power metal and traditional metal, some thrash, a new wave of traditional metal. Great show. My brother Mark, he does the show with him. He's got schizophrenia. Well, actually, he's a schizoaffective disorder. He's got bipolar and schizophrenia. So on medicine for it. You know what? He doesn't. He doesn't use. He doesn't take excuses like that. He's like, hey, fuck that. I take my goddamn medicine. Yeah. Just because you have a mental disorder doesn't give you a, a free license to be a dick. And the thing with parents, I've noticed, it's like he has these meltdowns, and he'll just go off on people. And I'm going, Terrence, I know you don't really mean that. I know in heart, at heart, he doesn't mean the shit he says sometimes. And then later, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I want to stress, Terrence has never disrespected me. He's been nothing but cool to me. No, he's a cool I, guy. I just can't handle it anymore. I, yeah, I can't. And I, get, I, I get it. I get it. I don't dude. sit there and push it. him to the edge. Or He even went off on Dr. Fuck, but fuck, Dr. I know. Fuck knows how to control him better than I do. I can't handle it. Yeah. I, can't, I can't handle him going well, on I mean, people's pages and calling me a, a fucking balding fat fuck. And then he well, uses an excuse that his Australian friend is the one who called me that. I said, but you didn't have to write it. <laughs> you know. Right. And, and then there's a... Uh, um, well, like a, a while back, I recorded, I've recorded like two or three episodes with him. Never seen the light of day. Yeah. He's never put them out. He, now, he, the last time I recorded with him, he told me, well, I lost those episodes. Oh, okay. So then he had me and a DJ that's from another station, uh, do an episode with him. Still haven't heard it. We, we covered Kiss Alive. I, I don't know what the deal is, and I'm to the point now where it's like, if he asks me to come on again, I'm going to be like, look, Terrence, I like you, bro, but I've recorded like three episodes with you, and, and I haven't heard of one of them. I mean, you know, I don't I like heard I heard any. one that um that you did, uh, the Gene Simmons solo album. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, when we yeah, did the Kiss yeah. solo albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah he I, said he I, got I heard a huge that. response from that. He said people loved it. Because I went off on that one song with the fucking choir. Like, I'm like, what is this? The fucking Gene Simmons Gospel Hour? Yeah. What the fuck, And I thought man? to myself, why, did, why, why didn't you dislike some of the other songs? Because I thought there was a lot more that you could have disliked. But that's just me. Um, I think that album's a piece of shit. Right on, man. Hey, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll invite you to my show. And all we have to do is say Gene Simmons albums is a piece of shit. And oh, we just terrible. say that over and over and over and over again, terrible, and we don't even man. have to review anything else. And, and, and as a kid, Ace Frehley was always my guy, so I yeah. felt vindicated when Ace's album came out and just kicked the fucking shit out of everybody else's. Yeah. I saw them in 1979, and Ace was the best on the show. Well, yeah, the Cow Palace or something. He was really good. Okay, guys, right on. I, I need to wrap this up because my, I got to go okay. pick up something with the wife. So All then, right, man. Then we get to, I would go on forever, but I'm going to get yelled at. Uh, okay. Let's see, the tracks of the week. Uh, Lee, you picked Blue Oyster Colt. I'm on the lamb, but I ain't no sheep. That's a cool track, man. I listen to it. I like it. I like yeah. Blue Oyster Colt. Yeah. And then I picked uh, Coverdale Page, Absolution Blues. Uh -huh. And uh, I didn't pick Shake My Tree, Lee, okay? And then you picked a new band, oh, okay. That's uh, cool. Mike, that I haven't heard, and I really enjoyed it. I don't think Lee liked it much. Divide and Conquer by Haunt. I like the guitar Haunt. solo. I like the guitar solo. Divide and Conquer by Haunt. Really cool yes. track. Really cool band. 
Um, and then Lee, your track oh. of the week was To the Ox, Words by Edward Robson. Robson. Robinson. Taylor. Robinson. Taylor. All right, that's a yeah. pretty cool track, Lee. Uh, so, Metal Mike. There, is, is there one other thing I can say about Haunt real quick, sure. if that's okay? Go for it. You would right. might be interested in this. Haunt is a project by a dude by the name of Trevor William Church. He's the oh. son of Bill Church from Montrose and Sammy Hagar's band. Nice. Now that's uh, interesting. Yes. Uh, and he and, the drummer, and so he has, right? Uh, yes, or the bass player. Bass player. Oh from, yeah. Yeah, he's bass player in Montrose and Sammy's band. Um, and Trevor does everything himself. He has his own band camp. It's all DIY. He owns all his music, puts everything out himself. And what's really cool is he has another band that I guess is defunct, but that's how I discovered him is I went to see Zach Sabbath, you know, Zach Wilde's Black Sabbath Supergroup. Yeah. It was like a few weeks after my mother passed away. And um, I went to see that show and the band that opened up for him was Beastmaker. And that's Trevor's other band. And that's a oh. doom metal band. So if you like Black Sabbath, you need to check out Beastmaker and check out more of Haunt. Um, new wave of traditional heavy metal. I I'll love the do that. Attacks. I, I think you guys would dig them, especially Beastmaker, uh, Lee. I think you would definitely like that as well. Okay. As you. So check them out, man. If you want, I'll give you some links to their band camp. And you guys tell me what you think. No problem. And uh, uh, I hear you. for having me on. And you fuckers stay metal, man. You stay metal, All too. Right. <laughs> and then, but, but add a little bit of plot. Till my dying breath, while. Mark Taylor. Huh? Till my dying fucking breath. <laughs> All um, right. Um, yeah. Add a little. Add a little plastic to the metal once in a while. Hey, <laughs> I, I like a little bit of plastic. All, All right. right, right on, man. All right, thank you, Metal Mike, for coming on. We appreciate you Bye. and uh, and Lee. Say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
Chile, mi amén.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. 
Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.